Hey everyone, we are the team of The Folk of the Air. Um, right now we are talking about the book of The Queen of Nothing. And we will be talking about from the chapter 6 to the chapter 21. So, um, of course, as always, here is Andy Cruz, Andy Hill, Jime and I, Alfredo. So, I don't know, do you Andy Cruz want to give us your opinion of the chapters? Of course, Alfredo. Um, first of all, I'm going to recall a little bit of the chapter 5. Um, in this chapter, Tarina arrives with Jude to ask her for help with a trial to find Loki's murder. So Tarin was like the... the uh, she did it. She kills Loki. But it will be like so difficult to for her to cover it. So she went with Jude to the trial um, to impersonate her. So Tarin struck Jude about his whole life and how she like should behave. So in the chapter six, Jude arrives at Loki and Tarin's house without any suspicion, and after that. The trial, Jude sees Cardan after what happened in the book um, before. Um, in this in this place, um, there is Nicasia who asks Tarin if Jude had helped her to kill Lucky, but it was false. Um, this brings up the suspect, the subject of the relationship between Jude and Lucky. And Jude said that that Jude never loved Loki because she loved someone else. Um, she was talking about Carla. In the chapter seven, Carla takes Tarin to the back so he can talk to her in private. But in one of the hallways, one of the guards stops and they tell like Tarin that her father, Madoc, will soon be coming for her. Since Karen and Jude were together, he told her, and I call it, Jude, you really can't think I don't know what you are. I knew you from the moment you walked in, in the palace. So Karen knows that the person that is starting, it was Jude. And after that, they talk a little bit. Karen confessed to Jude that he doesn't know why she was so mad at him, with her, and he tells her, like, the, the last chapters of the last book, if we can remember, um, they got married, and, and Karen destroyed um, Jude from the magic world. So this is the reason that Jude is so angry and when she was they were like talk they were separate one of the wards grabs Jude to take her with Madoc in the next chapters when Jude wakes up wakes up um, she was in a place he she didn't know it it was like a forest and then she saw Ariana Oriana <laughs> um, she, they, they were in the court of the teeth, if we can remember. Grima Mog says that the court of the teeth has joined the old Greek general, Madoc, 
and a host of the traitors. And we can understand that the Supreme King will be dethroned before the next full moon. So this is the plans of the court of the Tits and Madoff. Then you notice the affection of Oriana and Tarin, like have they to each other, which she could never have because of all she had to do to take care of Oak and notice how different they were even to their queens. And Jude was so worried that they will describe her as not being turning because Maddox sees her like an enemy. Because if we can remember, um, Maddox said to, to Jude that he will defeat, defeat her um, she will make sure that he was truly as as he he could any opponent who, who has proved to be equal. And in the last chapter, that is the chapter nine, um, we meet we meet Lady Nor, Lord Harold, and Queen Surin. Also, Jude remembers all that Cockroach and Bomba told heard about this court that he divided them and filled them with curses and how they forced them to strip them. Then Jude sees Crimson and she was very kind to him to investigate anything that could help her. He tells her that when he forced the crown for Ma to protect her, he put a curse on her which was the person who destroyed the throne will die. And then um, Jude Bintarin talks with Madoc and tells him tells her that Lord Royman is angry with with the owner of the sea, if we can remember um, in the last book they were like a lot of danger. Um Jude really know how Madoc Love story, but Madoc, which will never like have this love for Tari, for Jude about like the things that she, that she did with the throne, with Cardan, and a little bit we know that Jude like betrayed Madoc, but it I think that it had like a, a good reason to protect Oak and. The thing that will Oak go into the throne and he will be like the the supreme king is like a mysterious so we are going to know at the final of the book. And in my opinion, well I love that Carla know that that there there is not like Tari, that it was Jude because he he knows her. And I, when I read these books, I was like so scary about the, about Carlan and if the court of the teeth will betroth him. So, um, what do you think, Alfredo, about the next chapters? Well, um, the next chapters are actually, actually pretty interesting. First, in chapter 10, let's remember that um, 
Jill escaped from Oriana, telling she was going to recollect some food, and then she went to visit um, Greensem. So after she visited him, um, she recollect the food, and she talks with Madoc because um, well she found that Madoc is like next to her and all of that, and she talks with Madoc about what he things to do with Cardan. They talk about how he wants Tyreen to be a princess and how he knows the truth about that she killed Luck. At first Jude was surprised because she thought Madoc would always think that Tyreen was that good little girl. But we can see that Madoc like finally realized of what Tyreen is able to do. And Madoc tells Tyreen what she what he wants to do after he wins to Cardan. And Jill believes at the moment that um he knows that she is not Tyreen, that she's Jill. But he's just like he doesn't even notice about that. Like it would some someone would think that, but actually it's all the opposite. Um Madoc tells Jill how how he is proud about her, you know. Let's remember he thinks he's speaking to Tyreen, but he's actually to Jill. And Madoc tells um how proud is how how proud is him to Jude, you know? How proud is he about her going too far, how her open her own way to the court and all of that. Then um after that, in the midnight, um Jude goes out once again and she wants to walk for a moment, you know? And she she hears some noise from a cave and she wants to know what's inside there. So after avoiding um the Maddox um people in the door, well yeah, the one who's who's um taking care of that cave, um she notices um that the one who's there is Ghost. Let's remember that Ghost was the one who betrayed the Court of Shadow. Um but now Ta um Job asks um to ghost what's going on why is he there and goes to tell to Jude that he's there because he told his real name to luck um when a fairy tells to another fairy their real names it's because they're going to the promise and if someone knows the name of other fairy then it's like they're slave they can do whatever they want with their name so they so ghost have to accept you know whatever luck asked to him um luck for some reason um told his name well the name of ghost to madoc and since then madoc it's like has a power to control ghost and after ghost did what madoc want him to do um he puts him on like a jail and so after that um Jude um wants to take Ghost out of there since she know that he didn't want to betray them, but it was Madoc the one well, Locke and Madoc kind of the ones who, you know, made him do all of that. So Jude wants to find the key to take him out of that jail and um the ghost tell her that the key is not there, that she has to go to Grimson house. Well, not his house, but where he's living in the court of Thiet. Then in the next chapter, it's actually pretty interesting because Oriana finally realizes 
that the one who is well that that Jude is not Tyreen that that uh, is actually Jude. Um, Jude tells her that Tyreen asked her for to to go to the court because let's remember that Jude has the power to not fall into the magic of the fairies. So Jude asks to Oriana to keep her secret, and she does. And Jude also asks um, Oriana to write a letter to Bibi um, so she can come for her now that her um, work is done. Then they talk a little bit about Lady Asha and Cardan and how it was a childhood from Cardan, how Lady Asha at first didn't really take a lot of care uh, of Cardan and how Cardan was not a good kid, was actually a really bad kid and without Oriana he was even worse. Um, after that, Madoc talks to, Ty to, to Jude actually, not Tyrene, to Jude. And um, then she she thinks that Madoc already knows that she's not Tyrene, that she's Jude. But that's not the reality. The reality um, is that Madoc talks to Jude because he wants to give her like her new place to live. You know, so she has not to share kind of home with Madoc and Oriana. So she goes there and she prepares and well, then Oriana tells Jude that Bibi is going at midnight for her and there is where chapter 12 ends. Now, even if all the book is so good in chapter 13, it gets like even better. Like from here to the rest, of, to the end of the book, I think it's like the best. So in the chapter 13, we can see that the Roach and Cardan finally are going for Jude. Um, Bibi told them about the situation and well Cardan of course wanted to go for his real love Jude Also, there were um, Heather and Tyreen with Bibi, but they were not with Cardan and Roach. They were waiting for them um, Jude tell them all the information she knows about how Madoc wants to go against Cardan and how Ghost is now prisoner of of Madoc so she asks them to go and save um, the ghost because, I mean, it's their friend. And after everything, she knows that he didn't want to betray them, that it was because of Madoc and Luck. Then um, she tells them that they need to go to the place where Grimson lives. And even if the Roach and Cardan don't want to, um, they have to go. But when they get in there, they, they realize there are um like these things that if they made a wrong step they would fall into poison like shots something like that and one of those um shoots um the roach and the roach gets poisoned and so Cardan saved the roach and he put all of his faith into Jude that she's going to save the ghost so here's the end of chapter 13 and what do you think he may about the next chapters oh uh, i really like the part in our which cardan is by everything those not give up on as price time if it went wrong he will blame him but as price cardan he'll learn to differentiate what is true from life 
he wanted to call the attention of the Supreme King to realize that he was not paying attention for him. He told that if he did something wrong, then if he was going to pay attention to him. But, but as time showed his own and hit the mortals, strong hurting him and blaming Carvan for what happened, which is unfair signs, he lied to him. And the worst thing was that they didn't even want to listen to Carvan and they were left along with what he had same time. And we can see how Jude is banished to the mortal world thanks to this, to the trap that Carvan set for her. And we can see how she, she missed magic and everything that made her feel in her world. Also, as Oak, he doesn't want to be king. And as Jude, he explains to him that you can obey your destiny and how we can always cho choose it. And I like the fact that it teach your that as much as we can something, we can evade our responsibilities. Well, that's really interesting, a point of view. But yeah, I think the book, like, so far, at these chapters are really cool, and I've been enjoying it, actually, a lot, more than the last ones. Um, but what do you think about the chapters you read on the hill? Uh, I'm very happy that Garland and Jude have a nice and beautiful talk. I just say that I feel like a clown in the circus. Cardan did not say his words randomly when I exiled Jude. It was all a plan. Cardan just wanted to protect Jude and the only one from was that exile in which only the crown will forgive her begin the crown. Uh, the letter that Cardan mentioned turned out to be the letters that asked Jude to come back. Most likely, he never sent them, and if he sent them, someone else will keep them. The organic conflict wanted an audience with Jude and Gordon, with the excuse of detailing Maddox's plan, and all, which was not true. Uh, rather, it was to see how Jude became queen, and it's like work. Uh, Bomba appreciates having bad aim and helps Jude. Cardan does not stop repeating to everyone that Jude is wife and as vessel of admiration, as if she were a treasure for him, which she is. Uh, the power that Jude has is unique. If in the second book she was power, now she has four times that power. Uh, Lady Asha looked for Jude to lower her spirit and this hurts Cardan, but she does not give up easily. Uh, we found out that Cardan's mother was the one who intercepted Cardan's letter, that it's bad, 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 so they will get to Jude and she will never come back. In the chapter 20, we no longer told that Cardan loves Jude, uh, the problem is that Jude is still foolish and thinking that it can be a game, Apparently, we found out parts of Maddox's plan, 
uh, he almost killed the queen of under Metro Goss, who is now under Styrian's power. That it's mm, good, but bad. Uh, the war is literally nothing, but her the war is between the dwarves, Cardan and Madoc are the only ones who are going to have the most important roles in this. And I still believe that the only way to win is that Cardan and Jude finally fully trust and act like the kings of Elfame. And in the chapter 21, I really like the chapter. It's very beautiful. Cardans protect Jude at all costs and from everything. Uh, this time he doesn't want to lose her and doesn't care that she is a mortal. He admires her and shows off everywhere. There was a chance for the courts to continue trusting the mandate of Cardan and Jude. Everything went very well to tell the truth. They venerate Jude and respect her from the moment and in the future. After winning the war, they will be have more respect and accept her even better. But I think that in a simple point, we can trust a lot of Garden, Jude, Madoc, and the sisters of Jude. Uh, we had a bit of a strong moment between Garden and Jude, uh, of which details will not be given. And I will only say that the two already have the necessary confidence. They are a unique and incomparable couple, but are very powerful. And now how to control that power? They went through equal things and they respect each other. It's a typical play, it and I kill you and this verse. I hope to continue seeing more of Garden and Jude together. Jude's coronation is missing, yes which I think will be until the end of the book, or so I hope. Things are becoming interesting at this point, and as always after chapter 20, the strongest begin that we see in the other two. We think that it's all for this podcast. Thank you for listening, and we see you in the other podcast.